0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Jay Rolden Podcast Show. It is a Friday night, it's November 4th, 2022. How are you guys doing? Did you have a good week? Did you have a good Friday night? Can you believe we are in November? One month away from December, y'all. I mean, less than one month actually, right? I mean, it's almost going to be Christmas time, before you know it, it's going to be 2023. Wow, where did the time go, y'all? Where did the time go? You know what I'm so happy about? I'm so happy I have this platform because I can talk to you guys about some of these interesting concepts that we can come up with. If you're new to this live, I want to welcome you guys back to this. I want to welcome you to this broadcast because if you didn't know this, this is a place where we actually read poems. Now wait, before you get sick and like, you know, just have all of these stereotypes about poetry, I want you to remember something. I used to be a guy that used to dislike poetry. I used to be like, right? Like, like. I don't know. Sorry for the graphic uh, <laughs> for the graphic visual there. But I used to not like so much poetry. And then I just found this great professor that really had this passion for poetry. And then he taught me how to really love poetry and actually see some great things about it. So if you are somewhat timid about poetry, if you are zero knowledgeable about poetry, if you are absolutely just have this horrendous experience about poetry then i want you i want to encourage you to stick around and at least at least okay at least listen to one poem before you go because i guarantee you that this poem that i'm going to read to you tonight is going to be so good and you can apply this in all of your relationships guys every relationship you can think of you can your friendship with your closest friends with your colleagues with your family with your companion right whoever it is I guarantee this poem is going to speak to you, and it's going to change your perspective. So don't go anywhere, because I guarantee you're going to love it, okay? You're going to love it. I didn't like poems in general, but I promise you, if you keep at it, and you just read these words, and let these words talk to you, let these words sink in, it's going to change so many things about you. And you're going to see yourself have a different perspective on your own life and you're going to have a zest for life you're going to have an a passion and you're gonna you're gonna say words to each other to your friend sweeter words you know what i mean like you're gonna see and you're gonna say words that are going to be so much more significant so whatever stage of life you're in okay whether you're in your in your 20s and your 19s and in, in your te- in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. You know what? Poetry is the same art form that has that it has always been. And what has it always been? It has been a way of talking to us straight to the heart. And that's not being generic or cliché. It literally just goes straight to the heart and it's gonna plant some good roots. And if you allow those roots to grow and be nourished by wholesome content, okay? Truly wholesome content. I promise you, you're going to see things differently. You're going to smell things differently. You're going to look at things differently. You're going to hear things differently. You're going to talk and touch things differently, and you're going to feel things differently and you won't you you, this is this is what's gonna happen at the end you're gonna sort of like ask yourself why didn't I think about poems since the beginning you know what don't worry about that don't worry about that regret because now is the time for you to start this is the place for you to start if you're new to this live. Get some earphones, get some airpods, get some headphones, whatever it is you use to listen to your music. Get those on because the experience is so much better. It really is, okay? I pick these songs out every night so that you can feel moved and it can parallel the poems that I'm going to read to you tonight, okay? Because the poems that I pick f- pick for us is wholesome, it's motivational, it's spiritual, and it is edifying. That is the critical component about what makes this life so much different from the other ones. Because here we build you up. Okay, There's so much stuff out there that you can be consuming right now. And by all means, if you want to use that time, use your time to whatever sensation you want to achieve, then that's your decision. But if you want to build yourself up, if you want to strengthen yourself up, especially dudes, okay, if there's any dudes in this life, don't go anywhere. Because... I'm talking to you especially, all right? We need to strengthen our hearts, man, because once you figure out how to be a true man, you will know exactly how to approach anyone, including women. There's no reason for you to be not confident. There's no reason for you to be shy. There's no use reason for you to not be confident in yourself. Once you achieve that confidence, I'm telling you, you're gonna be so desirable and the best way to do it is by learning to be confident through poems. That's right. Through poems. You won't believe what happened this evening, actually. <laughs> it's very interesting actually. I'll show that I'll share you the story of what happened tonight a little bit later. Okay? So Ladies, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so always great to see y'all. I'm so happy you're here. Really, I truly am. But if you have any guys in your family, if you guys if you have any men in your, you know, network of friends, send this live out to them, okay? Like you never know. It might be something that they might be want to listen to tonight, alright? Maybe they need some encouragement. Ladies, I say this with total tenderness and super respect and tender and and just conscientious of every fabric of what makes you a woman, okay? I mean this in the best way possible. We need to be good to good men, all right? There's not a lot of good men out there, but the ones that are there, we need to be good to them, truly. We need to be really good to them, like, like truly encourage them, love them, respect them, and nurture them, all right? Don't categorize them in the same category as all the other bad guys okay yes i'm fully conscientious that there's jerks out there i'm fully conscientious that there's that there's really bad influence of men out there i'm fully conscientious that there's malintentioned men out there i'm fully conscientious of that okay but you need to also not forget about the ones that don't have that agenda the ones that actually have a true gentleman etiquette the ones that actually like don't mind talking to you without thinking about like having something else that they want to do to you. They just want to talk to you, truly, like like genuinely, just want to talk to you. That's all they want to do. I know it's kind of hard to to detect that, but you know why? You know what's one way to detect that? Ask them a question and uh, and see how they reply. If they engage with you with a genuine opinion. Right? Like like if they ask you a question to ask you about an opinion, okay? Like like for example, this is not a silly this is not a silly question. If they ask you something like, What's your favorite scent? What's your favorite scent candle or scented candle for fall? Right? If they ask you something like that, you know there's potentially a good guy there. Okay? This is not a strategy, this is not like some type of like pickup line. This is actually a guy that actually is truly wanting to have a conversation with you. Period. Okay? They don't want to like go to go home with you. They don't want to do anything like that. Okay? They just want to have a conversation with you. And if they ask those questions that are asking for your opinion about things, okay, that's a really, that's a pretty good sign that this guy genuinely wants to get to know you. Okay? I don't know what happens from after that, but that's really a good sign. Okay? So ladies. If you come across a guy that is asking you these genuine questions engage with them okay don't worry about what other people are going to think or say or do who cares man enjoy your time with this good man enjoy your time don't worry about everyone else who they're minding their own business they're 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 enjoying they're doing their own thing so you do yours. You do your own thing. Enjoy your time with a good man and treat him well, okay? Treat him with respect. Don't think like he's suspicious of anything, okay? Don't put him in a category where he's like, oh yeah, this guy's just another like another one that wants to sleep with me. No, don't do that, okay? That's what I mean by treat good men better because there are good men out there. But most of us are actually at home Minding our own business. Most of us are actually trying to not be placed in these categories. Most of us don't want to get hurt by manipulative people. And so, yeah, once in a while we will go out. Once in a while we will want to like venture out and like, I don't know, enjoy our time, right? Just enjoy our time. And maybe we come across someone that is. Interesting to us and we just want to and we're curious about them, right? So if we approach you And we ask these Opinions, right? It's like what's your What do you think is a good scented candle for fall for fall season, right? Something like that Wow, yeah, I Want to I want to answer that question, you know, and then and then ask a question. That's the other thing guys ask a question like learn how to carry a conversation (laughs) please please don't wait on the guy to always ask the question because then it becomes like an interview and it's like come on man like okay you give me a scented candle okay now ask me like what's my favorite scented candle okay i'll tell you straight up yeah it's like you know right now it's got a bit of a little bit of apple pie flavor you know i kind of like that smell right now during fall season something like that right like like learn to engage in the conversation because it's gonna make things so much better <laughs> please for the sake of all good men okay I don't I don't I want to make it clear I don't represent all men okay but I will speak up for good men I will defend them and I will absolutely hold their virtue to the highest degree because that's what good men do good men, always want to imbetter themselves good men always want to improve their lives good men actually want to have peace in their life which is why whenever we get to know somebody it may seem we're not interested in you but in reality we are we want to get to know you but 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 our life is And our, shall we say, validation is not dependent on you. Now, I mean that with a lot of sensitivity, a lot of respect. Okay, ladies, listen to this. I mean this with a lot of sincerity. This is actually a really good insight into good men. Let me repeat this one last time. Good men that want to improve themselves and actually are already there in terms of like having an an established peaceful life that have everything you know what i'm saying like like they're emotionally available they they have a a really steady job right they are responsible etc cetera, etc cetera, okay all the things that you ask for in a man don't be alarmed or don't be surprised when they don't really give in to Validation because they don't need anybody's validation. They're already there. They already know who they are. They're sure of themselves. They're confident. And so, don't be surprised if they don't like seek your approval for certain things. Okay, that doesn't mean they don't care for you. That just means that like they already passed that stage. Now, if a woman that they they're interested in comes into their life, sure then they may most most likely may want to engage with you and they'll want to start the conversation with you and and they'll actually ask you for opinions certain you know once in a while, but they don't need your approval in order to feel like a man. But that doesn't mean but ladies, that doesn't mean we don't want it, okay? We just don't need it. So treat good men special treat good men with honesty treat with good men with intention and purpose and tenderness okay treat good men with tenderness and i'm sure many of you do this already okay i'm sure you do this already but once again too many of us get categorized with all every other man and that's too bad that really is too bad because well we know what we're worth, we know who we are, we know what our values are, we know what our etiquette is. And unfortunately, too many people of the opposite sex kind of just assume that we're not those things, that it's just kind of like a cover. And that's really unfortunate because that's that's not that's not really you who's talking that's the hurt you that's talking that's the painful you that's talking that's the one that's the woman that is being you know that had a bad experience with a truly bad guy that's 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 the one that's talking that's not really the one that you really want to portray yourself as right okay once again i say this with a lot of respect i say this with a lot of tenderness and yes crystal said it right guarded okay guarded. Now, it's okay to be cautious. It's okay to be cautious. But don't let that cautiousness taint the way you approach men. Because once again, there are good men that actually want to get to know you. And if you are overly cautious, then yes, we're going to be we're gonna mind our own business and we're just gonna move on you know what i mean and so if you're asking those of you who are super guarded right now don't be surprised if like nobody wants to no man wants to good men at least want to pay attention to you because you did it to yourself (laughs) i mean that respect okay you did it to yourself you're you're so overly cautious that it's like now what you know what i mean like I have no way of like getting to know you because you don't want to you don't want anybody to get to know you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want anybody to get to know you. So I'm going to mind my own business and I'm just going to go to somebody else or or just my own business. Go go back to my own like routine, my life and like the things that I want to do and like need to take care of, right? Like I like to stay busy. You know what I'm saying? I like to stay busy. <laughs> so think about that. Right? Anyway, So, good stuff. You guys ready for a poem? <laughs> Alright, here we go. This one is titled, Say It Now, and it's by an unknown author. Now, just a quick little fact about uh, poems that are written by anonymous people. <laughs> good night, Juanita. So, just a really quick fa- quick fact about anonymous authors for poems. Most of the time it's actually like a well-known poet that wrote these poems, but they want to have a second persona and they don't want m- they don't want most many people to know that that's who that's, that's who wrote it. That's why you have all of these w- unknown poems, okay It's not just written by some random person. It's usually written by some famous poet but once again they don't want people to know that that, that they wrote it. So they personify a different character, a different, writer right so this poem that i'm going to read to you there's some speculation that i believe from 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 what i've been at least acknowledging and and figuring it out that potentially that this one that i'm going to read is written by robert browning okay if you don't know who robert browning is he is the husband of Elizabeth Browning, who is an incredible, incredible just poet. All, of y- all y'all know who- how I feel about her. She's a, just an incredible, incredible writer. Okay. And Robert Browning was her husband. And he was also a very talented writer. He was a talented poet. And so there's some speculation that he wrote this poem, but we can't really know for sure because it does actually sound different from his work. But there's some traces of some of his lingo in here. so. Let's see if we can find out what that is. Okay. All right. <laughs> By the way, thank you so much for all of your comments. Thank you so much for the likes. Thank you so much for being here. I know you could have done so many other things on a Friday night, but you decided to be here just like me. Right. So hopefully you guys enjoy this show tonight. This is episode 51, just so you know. And I hope you guys are going to my Spotify account. I've uploaded a couple of videos tracks today and i think they're spot on by the way that spanish one that i uploaded today i gotta tell you there was something about the way that was read and the proximity of like where i was speaking with the, with the mic it was so good it was so smooth so those of you who missed it i encourage you to go check out that track on my spotify account i also have it the video version on on tiktok here but i encourage you to go check out my spotify account and if you have Spotify, just search for J. Rolton Speaks, and you'll see this beautiful face here and and then you'll see um, the tracks that I was referring to. So the Spanish one is so good, guys. I have to admit that was that's probably one of my better ones that I've ever recorded. so I'm pretty pretty happy about that one pretty pretty, pretty proud about that one. So I think even if you don't know Spanish, I think you'll still enjoy it. So anyway, you all ready? Alright, alright, alright. Here we go, guys. This one is titled, Say It Now. Alright, so I'm going to read it through, and afterwards I'll offer my insight and my analysis. And then I like to hear what y'all think about this particular poem. We got a good deal? Yes? Alright. Don't forget, get those earphones on. Make sure you do the like thing, and then we will go on to the next one hey vanessa oh i gotta i gotta say hi to my spanish spanish community community here real quick okay guys all right just give me a second all my all my anglos in here a la comunidad hispana muchas gracias latino bueno la comunidad latinoamerica muchas gracias por estar aquí como como siempre estoy tan orgulloso de ser ser latino Soy, soy tan orgulloso de saber que ustedes están aquí conmigo a veces mis lives no leo en español, pero es porque no tengo muchos seguidores que hablan español. Entonces por eso me olvido. Pero si ustedes comentan más seguidos si y estén aquí más seguidos, entonces quizás est- estaré más más bueno, consciente de su presencia. Así que por ahora quiero decirles muchas gracias por estar aquí. Y por favor, quédense un rato porque... Si, es, si ustedes todavía están aquí Después de 10 minutos Voy a leer unos poemas en castellano Así que por favor Tengan paciencia Y gracias por su sintonía Y un gran abrazo para ustedes Y que bueno, que Dios les bendiga Y aquí vamos con el resto del show Así que muchas gracias por eso ah, Y comparten este live con sus amigos Y con su familia Porque yo creo que a ellos le conviene ¿cierto? Creo que este contenido En este live es algo muy Beneficiante, algo muy edificante para el corazón, así que por favor compártelo con, con, con lo que quieran, con, lo, con, su, con su vecino, no sé, con su maestro, <laughs> Son, con, con sus colegas, no sé, bueno, lo que quieran, así que muchas gracias por todos y bienvenidos esta noche. Ok, all my Anglo-English speaking friends, are you guys ready? Alright, we're going to slow things down now, we're going we're gonna to turn down the lights just a little bit, dim it a little bit and we're gonna get ready here and we're gonna read a fantastic poem guys this one is titled say it now all right all right guys i'm gonna start a new track and when we start this new track we're gonna do a countdown of five seconds and then we're gonna read this poem called say it now you guys ready i'm so excited guys This is gonna be a good night all right here we go I'll start that again <laughs> If you have a friend worth loving love him Yes and let him know that you love him Ever ear life's evening Tinge his brow With sunset glow Why should good words never be said Of a friend Till he's dead If you hear a song that thrills you Sung by any child of song Praise it do not let the singer wait deserve it praises long. Why should one who trails your heart lack the joy you may impart? If you see the hot tears falling from my brother's weeping eyes, share them. by kindly sharing own our kinship in the skies why should anyone be glad when a brother's heart is sad if you hear a prayer that moves you by its humble pleading tone join it do not let the seeker bow before his God alone why should not your brother share the strength of two or three in prayer? If a silvery voice, laugh goes rippling through the sunshine on his face, share it. Tis the wise man saying for both grief and joy a place. There's health and goodness in the mirth. which an honest laugh has birth. If your work is made more easy, by a friendly helping hand, say so. Speak out brave and truly ere the darkness veil the land. Should a brother workman dear falter for a word of cheer? Scatter thus your seeds of kindness, all enriching as you go, and leave them. Trust the harvest giver, and he will make each seed grow. So until the happy end, your life shall never, ever lack a friend. Isn't that beautiful, guys? Look, I'm going to read this poem in just a few minutes again. But I want you to listen to this with a lot of intention this time. See, the title of this poem is called Say It Now. Unfortunately, we live in a culture where we are so reserved, right? Now, don't get me wrong. There's some particular regions in this country where they're a little bit more loud but that doesn't mean they're like a lot more affectionate see a lot of times when you hear something wonderful many of us tend to reserve our shall we say compliments to those that said these wonderful things and we and, and we hold it why <laughs> why because you're embarrassed? You're worried that what you'll look like to other people? You're you're worried about what you look like to them? Do you know that what compliment means? Okay? Compliment comes from the word Latin word to complete, all right? Complete, complete means to like to to finish. Okay? To finish. When something is complete, it is finished, it is done. But it also comes from Another traditional way of thinking of compliment as to to like complete. Okay, to complete. When you have when you start something and then you finish it, and now it's complete. You see, when things are created, when something beautiful is said, when something beautiful is done, then it needs and not necessarily needs, but it it could be it's it's completed when there is a compliment right when there is a a receiving end that says wow that was amazing thank you so much for this right you are actually doing them a favor because now you're acknowledging what they just did and what it did to you so therefore you're giving them you're offering them some complimentary words some words that complete something that is beautiful So, in this poem, it says, say it now. Stop waiting. Stop reserving things. Stop, like, being so self-conscious about your actions and about what you're going to do and say. It doesn't matter. Just go and tell them, hey, what you did tonight absolutely moved me. And I just want you to know, How thankful I am for what you just did or said. Thank you so much for spending the time putting this together. I don't know who you are, and I'm not expecting anything from you right now, or ever. But I want you to know that this was absolutely worth your time and mine. Tell them that. You see, when I, the last time I was dating someone, okay, which was, it's been a while, (laughs) but the last time I was dating someone, I never, ever hesitated to compliment them every time we gone out. If they wore this beautiful dress, or just they look good in whatever they were wearing some casual thing, I don't know some kind of like sporty hoodie or something like that, right? like, if they look good in it my goodness do you know how cute you look right now? do you know how just marvelous you look right now? like, I just wanna like just can I like hug you or just sit next to you? you know what I mean? And can we just hang out? You know what I mean? can can we just be in the same room together? I don't expect anything I just want I just want to like I just want to be there. Can I just sit next to you please? okay this is this is my way of like complimenting you right now. I'm not I'm acknowledging how much time it took for you to decide what to wear. And you know what? it is absolutely worth it because I am absolutely motivated and moved by what you look like right now. <laughs> And, I'm, and I cannot believe that you are with me right now. But I also believe it. I cannot believe it, but I also believe it. I'm believing it because I'm enjoying this moment with right now with you. So yes, you absolutely complement this evening of mine. My evening is complemented by you. My evening is completed by you my evening is finished by you ladies don't tell me that when a man talks says those things to you don't tell me that 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 doesn't finish your evening that that doesn't complement your evening that that doesn't make your evening complete right that's what i'm talking about you see that's the genuineness of a good man, guys. Don't assume that they want to be physical with you in the whole time. Okay, don't assume that. Some guys just want peace. They just want to have a complimentary night. We don't want any drama. We just want to have A peaceful evening with a peaceful woman that looks so radiant in what she's wearing once again that hair that you have right now the style that you have right now I don't know how long it took for you to style it that way but my dear you look fantastic. You look amazing. Don't worry. This is not a marriage proposal. This is not anything. I'm not I'm not expecting anything from you whatsoever. I'm simply just complimenting you. Your hair is truly not complete until it is acknowledged validated. Right? Tell them so. Say it now. I'm gonna read this poem one more time and I want you to listen to these words one last time. And I want you to picture someone that you remember or are currently pursuing or Wanting to be pursued by. Listen to these words one last time. Here we go. If you have a friend worth loving, love him and let him know that you love him, ere life's evening tinge his brow with sunset glow. Why should good words never be said of a friend till he's dead? If you hear a song that thrills you, sung by any child of song, praise it. Do not let the singer wait deserved praises long. Why should one who thrills your heart lack the joy you may impart? And if you hear a prayer that moves you by its humble pleading tone, join it. Do not let the seeker bow before his God alone. Why should? not your brother share the strength of two or three in a prayer. If you see the hot tears falling from a brother's weeping eyes, share them. And by kindly sharing, own our kinship in the skies. Why should anyone be glad when a brother's heart is sad? If a silvery laugh goes rippling through the sunshine on his face, Share it. Tis the wise man saying for both grief and a joy a place. There's health and goodness in the mirth in which an honest laugh has birth. If your work is made more easy by a friendly helping hand, say so. Speak out bravely and truly, ere the darkness veil the land. Should a brother workman dear falter for a word of cheer? Scatter thus your seeds of kindness, all enriching as you go, and leave them. And trust the harvest giver, he will make each seed to grow. So until the happy end, your life shall never lack a friend. Your life shall never lack a friend. Do you understand that? You can never lack a friend if you are constantly joining them in their journey. If you celebrate with them, if you mourn with them, if you Go through different stages with them. You will never lack a friend. Do you understand that now? Thanks, Lisa. Do you understand that now? Say it now. Stop reserving words for people. Especially good ones. Guys that want to just say hi to you. They don't expect anything. They just want to talk. But if you want to talk, okay. That's fine. But don't be upset. When we don't want to talk. When we don't know how to talk to you. (laughs) Because You don't want to talk. (laughs) So Reach out. Be kind. You know I have no idea why some people can't understand good intentions I don't know but I'm not gonna waste my time thinking about it because the moment that you say you don't want to talk to me okay have a good day bye You know what I mean? And that's not being cruel or mean. It's just, you just told me you don't want to talk. So I'm going to go back and mind my own business, you know? And, you know, find somebody that wants to talk to me. (laughs) Pretty simple. You understand? Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. I got another good poem. Let me just look it up real quick. Alright. Oh, speaking of Say It Now, I got another title here, another poem that's written by an anonymous poet. Called "Tell Him So." It, this one's shorter, though. Okay, so let's see how, what happens here. I think I think you guys will like this one. All right, let me fast forward here. ready? Here we go. This one's titled, Tell Him So. Are you ready? his heart with sunshine if you only tell him so if a deed however humble helps you on your way to go seek the one whose hand has helped you seek him out and tell him so if your heart is touched and tender Toward a sinner, lost and low, it may help him to do better if you'd only tell him so. Oh, my sisters, oh, my brothers, as over life's rough path you go, if God's love has saved and kept you, do not fail to tell men so. Once again, tell him so, tell him so, it's a simple, simple act, it's a simple request, it's a simple gesture, tell him so, hey, you look good in that just said was so kind man I don't know what I've been could have been doing if you weren't here right now thank you so much just tell them so it may fill his heart with sunshine you see that's the compliment that men need okay like You need to fill them with wholesome content. You need to fill them with wholesome, edifying words. You need to fill them with compliments. Right? Because if you guys didn't know this already, okay? Men are bombarded, okay, especially good men. We're bombarded with so much filth out there. We have no control in many ways. I mean, I go out into the streets just to get grocery stores. And I see a bunch of billboards having so much sexualized content on there. And make no mistake, it's not geared towards women. It's geared towards men. Have you ever thought about that? Men are constantly being bombarded with so much crap. Then you wonder why so many of us like give into it because we're not complimented enough by good people to tell us, hey, look, that little gesture that you did, that little gentlemanly thing that you did, like opening a door, like, I don't know, complimenting a woman's attire by just saying sweet things to random people, compliment them that is the sunshine we need in our hearts and that is going to help us battle the, the filth the sexuality that is constantly being attacking us be good to good men and give us some benefit of the doubt because we are being attacked. Many ways physically but in so many other ways spiritually. It is almost unfair and alarming and saddening. I'm constantly trying to protect my own flesh and blood, right? My own son for example from all of this crap this is one of the reasons why i do these tiktoks because i want him to know that i am at least producing content that is not sexualized that is not trying to like attack other men i may not make a difference but at least this is an attempt And as long as the attempt is there, then at least he will know that his dad is trying, right? His dad is actually doing something about it. So be good to men, y'all. All we want is peace and genuine love. Deal? Alright, deal. Alright, I got another good one here. I think you guys will like this one. And... Give me a second here. You're gonna like this one. This one's titled, Myself. This one's so good. This is so good. You guys are gonna like this one so much. This was actually written by Edgar Guest. Alright, let me get the song ready, and we shall get started. Momentarily. If you give me just a few minutes here. Alright. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Where is the... Alright, give me one second, y'all. For things I have done, I don't want to keep on a closet shelf a lot of secrets about myself and fool myself as I come and go into thinking that nobody else will know. A kind of I dress up myself in sham I want to go out with my head erect I want to deserve all men's respect but here in the struggle for fame and pelf I want to be able to like myself I don't want to look at myself and know that I'm bluster and bluff and empty show. hide myself from me, and I see what others may never see. I know what others may never know, and I never can fool myself. And so, whatever happens, I want to be self-respecting and conscious free. You see, I have to live with myself. And so I want to be fit for myself to know. I want to be able as days go by always to look myself straight in the eye. And I don't want to stand with the setting sun and hate myself for things I have done. And I don't want to keep on a closet shelf a lot of secrets about myself and fool myself as I come and go into thinking that nobody else will know the kind of I want to dress up myself in sham, I want to go out with my head erect And I want to deserve all men's respect And here, but here, in the struggle of for fame and pelf I want to be able to like myself And I don't want to look at myself and know that I am bluster and bluff an empty show, and I can never hide myself from me And see what others may never see, I know what others may never know I can never, never can fool myself and so whatever happens, I want to be self-respecting and conscious free. See, this is what a man desires. A man desires respect. A man desires peace. Those are the two main attributes that men desire. That doesn't mean we don't like intimacy. We do. But make no mistake, by, by and large, most men want peace and respect. And if we don't have those two things in a relationship, Yeah, it's most likely going to end. I would say very, very likely it's going to end. That's a harsh reality to swallow, but that's true, guys. Because if we don't find peace and respect in our own relationship, I guarantee you we're going to find it somewhere else. And it's going to hurt. But that's what men want. It's a misconception to think that we just want intimacy. See, most of us that are older, we know how temporary that is, right? It might be fun for however long it takes, but in the end, we know that it's just temporary. Because in the morning, do we feel peaceful about it? No. Do we feel respected about it? No. So. Why do we want to engage in things that are going to be not fulfilling those two main goals? So once again, we have to live with ourselves. We want to be respected. We don't want to be in the fame and the pelf. We want to be able to like ourselves and that is the ultimate goal of good men and you see here's the thing y'all like i was saying at the beginning of this life see when good men finally achieve peace and respect i'm sorry to say this ladies but there's nobody in the world That we're gonna give those two things up (laughs) unless we know for sure okay like absolute sure that the companion that we want to be with is gonna maintain those two things for us the moment that we think that oh man i'm gonna be losing one of these two things no it's game over i'd rather just live by myself honestly i'm totally fine with living by myself because i want those two things That's it. And so we carry about our own lives the way in 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 a sort of quiet manner because we like ourselves. <laughs> we like who we are. We like our life. And we are totally at peace with our lives. So therefore we don't really need anyone. but we would like one. So, the title of that poem is called Myself, written by Edgar Guest. So once again, the title is Myself and the the poet is Edgar Guest. Alright, so, speaking of Edgar Guest, he wrote another one called A Friend's Greeting. Shall we read this together? Let's do it. Are you ready? Yes. Splendid. Let us start this once again. In 3, 2, I'd like to be the sort of friend that you have been to me. I'd like to be the help that you've been always glad to be. I like to mean as much to you each minute of the day as you have meant, old friend of mine, to me along the way. And I'd like to be the big things and the splendid things for you To brush the grey from out, from out your skies and leave them only blue And I'd like to say the kindly things that I so oft have heard And feel that I could re-rouse your soul The way that mine you've stirred And I'd like to give you back the joy that you have given me. And yet that were wishing you a need I hope will never be. I'd like to make you feel as rich as I who travel on, undaunted in the starkest hours with you to lean upon. And I'm wishing at this Christmas time that I could but repay a portion of the gladness that you've strewn along my way. And could I have one wish this year, this only would it be. I'd like to be the sort of friend that you have been to me. What a genuine poem. What a way to convey to your friend a simple message I would like to be a friend just as you have been to me the same way you have been to me if you've been kind to me I want to be just as kind if you have been loving to me I just want to be just as loving if you have been complimentary to me I just want to be as complimentary if you have thought of me, I want to be thoughtful of you. That is the basic foundational message of friendship. I'd like to be the sort of friend that you have been to me. My... My word. My goodness. Lord, make a regular man out of me. This is titled, Lord, make me a regular man out of me. Written by Edgar Guest. Are you ready? Here we go. In three, two, one. This, I would like to be braver and bolder. Just a bit wiser because I am older just a bit kinder to those I may meet and just a bit manlier taking defeat and this for the new year may wish and my plea Lord make a regular man out of me this I would like to be just a bit finer more of a smiler and less of a whiner that's right just a bit quicker to stretch out my hand helping another's who's struggling to stand and this is my prayer for the new year to be Lord make a regular man out of me this I would like to be just a bit fairer just a bit better and just a bit squarer not quite so ready to censure and blame quicker to have help every man in the game and not quite so eager men's men's failings to see lord make a regular man out of me this i want i would like to be just a bit truer less of the wisher and more of the doer broader and bigger more willing to give living and helping my neighbor neighbor to live this For the new year, my prayer and my plea, Lord, make a regular man out of me. If you did not understand that poem, once again, two main attributes. Respect and peace. That is what this poet is asking for. Here's another by Edgar Guest. Are you liking these poems by Edgar Guest? It's amazing. (laughs) Here we go. This one's titled, It Couldn't Be Done. Oh yes it could. Here we go, in three, two, one. Somebody said that it couldn't be done. But he, with a chuckle, replied that maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say so till he tried. So he buckled right in with a trace of a grin on his face. If he worried, he hid it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, and he did it. Somebody scoffed. Oh, you'll never do that. At least, not one ever has done it. But he looked off his coat, and uh, he took off his coat, and he took off his hat, and the first thing we knew, he'd begun it with the lift of his chin and a bit of a grin, without any doubting or quit it. He started to sing as he tackled the thing that couldn't be done, and he did it. There are thousands to tell you it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophesy failure. There are thousands to point out to you, one by one, the dangers that wait to assail you. But just buckle in and, with a big bit of a grin, just take off your coat and go to it. Just start to sing as you tackle the thing that cannot be done, and you'll. You know, I actually told myself this poem when I was trying to approach this woman. This was a while ago, just FYI. Because, you know, I was one of those typical guys. Oh, thanks, Christy. So I was one of those typical guys that was like super fearful of like super timid about like approaching women, you know? Like, you know, because we don't like rejection. We really don't, right? I mean, ladies, come on. You know how hard it is for us to like you know engage you right (laughs) so especially those of you that always go with a friend like that's super timid intimidating for us right but sometimes like a guy you know we just gotta do it you know and here's the problem see for men we allow our ego to take the best of us and we sort of like let that ego you know be the king of our sentiments and our basically our, our our entire being. And so sure, we don't like to be rejected. But see if you if and I'm strictly I'm strictly talking to men here, but if we were to like absolutely control the ego, okay, and we just like figure out a way to shut it down and just like just like compartmentalize it and put it away somewhere then well it changes the game, because now, when you approach somebody and they reject you, it, it's like, eh, you know what I mean? It's like, so what? You know what I mean? Like, it's not a big deal, man. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, you know, in many ways, like, a good conversation could have been had, but for whatever reason, they decided not to have a conversation with you, right? So I'm not going to dwell on it, and just like, be like, okay, well, I'm going to find somebody that wants to have a conversation with me, right? And so... So you just keep doing it, right? And it's like, hey, I'm not gonna. I don't use cheesy pickup lines. I never use pickup lines, actually. I just say, hey, you know, do you work at whatever place? I've probably seen you somewhere, right? So just act, you know, just be normal, man, and just like approach. And then, like, if they don't, if they don't like you, okay, well, have a good day. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's really not a big deal. But but that's such a hard thing for guys to like really like do away with, right? Because We try to, like, let our egos be the king of us. But just got to, like, throw that thing away, man. You know, that that little sucker is, like, just sucking the life out of you. And so just put it away. Figure out a way to, like, just just bury it somewhere. And then you can, like, absolutely just go and do it. Right? (laughs) And eventually it will work. Anyway. Thanks, appreciate it. Really nice. By the way, I appreciate all of these compliments guys. I appreciate all your comments I appreciate all of the likes and the gifts especially. Thank you so much for all of those things guys (laughs) And well Anyway Just a fun little poem there That was written by Edgar Kest, right? So it couldn't be done. That's the name of the poem. Alright. Alright, how about this one? This is an inspirational poem. This is called Hold Fast Your Dreams. Are you ready? I'm gonna try to... I'm gonna try to figure out a a different persona here. One second. (laughs) Hold fast Hold fast. Okay, I'm gonna try to do the Scottish guy. Okay guys, those of you who are new to this live, there's a guy named Seamus and he's a Scottish guy. So Seamus is gonna come to this live and he's gonna read this poem, okay? This is titled (laughs) This is titled Hold on Hold Faster Dreams (laughs) Wait 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 I gotta get I gotta get the right song for this (laughs) one. Where's that one? One second, y'all. Let's see, let's see, let's see. One second, y'all. see. No, it's not gonna work. <sighs> one second. That's definitely gonna work. Yeah, let's try this one. Alright, here we go. your dreams, and within your heart, keep one still, secret spot, where dreams may go, and sheltered soul, may thrive, may thrive and grow, where doubt and fear are not, or oh, keep a place apart, within your heart, for little dreams to go. Think still of lovely things that are not true. And let wish and magic work at your will in you. Be sometimes blind to sorrow. Make believe. Forget the calm that lies in delusion eyes, Though all we know that we must die, yet you and I may walk like gods and be even now at home in immortality. We see so many ugly things, deceits and wrongs and quarrelings. We know, alas, we know how quickly fade the color in the west, and the bloom upon the flower, the bloom upon the breast, and youth's blind hour. Yet. Keep within your heart a place apart where little dreams may go and may thrive and grow. Hold fast. Hold fast your dreams. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, lasses? Hold fast your dreams. If you see a man that's worth your time, treat him well and treat him like a king. I promise you, he'll love you like no other and he'll protect you like you are his most precious prize. and he'll support you and nurture you he will build a future with you and he will love every minute being your friend, for you are his best friend, his greatest companion. So as the great Robert Burns has written in his poem, poetry, fairly weal, eh, fairly weal to all bad things. Fairly wheel to the insolence. Fairly wheel to the negative environments and welcome all those that mean well to you. I remember, I remember when I remember... I remember when... The last time I told a woman that I loved her. I saw her eyes... grow. And she had blue eyes. And I swear, it was brighter than the most crystal sapphire that I've ever seen in my life. couldn't believe it. This woman was endearing my compliment. I could tell that she loved me as well. At least temporarily. I gave so much of my time and effort. I truly thought I had a future with her. And I not- and I wanted nothing more than to start a family with her. That's how much I was ready for her. That's how much I loved her. But for some reason... I don't know, perhaps I wasn't enough, perhaps I did not compliment her enough, perhaps I didn't align with her ideology or something, I don't know, but it hurt, it hurt to be abandoned, be used. Don't quite understand it many times, but I do know one thing. I was the best I could ever be. In the truest sense of what it means to be a good man. And I mean that with sincerity, a true genuineness that you can ever imagine. And if that wasn't enough, then perhaps there were some things in her heart that she needed to figure out on her own. There's no man or woman that could ever help that but herself. But she did not ask me to wait. She did not tell me anything. She just left. Truly. Many of you don't think I'm telling the truth, but it's quite real, I guarantee you. She just left without a word. In fact, She just gave me two words, one of them being no, (laughs) and the other one (laughs) being maybe. I don't get it. She did not ask me to wait. She did not ask for my help. Nothing. So, that is my story, hold fast to your dreams, I definitely have one, and it's still intact. And if I find someone that is willing to share it with me, then, well, I know she'll be happy. Let's move on to the next poetry. That was a delight. This is the J. Roldan podcast, and I want to welcome you to this live event. It's a beautiful night, isn't it? Yes. This one's titled "Waiting," read by Seamus himself, but written by John Burrows. Are you ready? All right. Glasses. Let us do this once and for all. Here we go. Wait, before I begin, I made, I need to com- I need to comment on some of these, on some of these commentaries. I will protect my heart, but I will not shut it out from a potential companion. Do you know what I mean? If I, if, I, if I guard my heart, then I will not be able to be the gentleman that you see now. To understand? See, if I guard my heart too much, then I may not be able to allow someone to enjoy it. I will be more conscientious of their intentions. But I refuse to bury my heart. I refuse to put it in a place that no one will ever enjoy. Because I've tried that and it only made me bitter, more angry, more sour and just sad. So as much as I appreciate your advice No I don't want to guard my heart because my heart belongs to a true king to a true savior someone who has already validated me and that's what it is so this one's titled Waiting by John Burris. Here we go, lasses. Serene, I fold my arms in wait, nor care for wind or tide or sea. I rave no more against time or fate, For, lo, my own shall come to me. I stay my haste, and make delays, For what avails this eager pace? I stand amid the eternal ways, And want is mine, shall know my face. Asleep, awake, by night or day, the friends I seek are seeking me. No wind can drive my bark astray, nor change the tide of of destiny. What matter if I stand alone? I wait with joy the coming years my heart shall reap where it has sown and garner up its fruit of tears the waters know their own and draw the brook that springs in yonder height so flows the good with equal law unto the soul of pure delight. The fl- floweret nodding in the wind is ready plighted to, b- to the bee and made in why that look unkind. For lo, thy lover seeketh thee. And those stars come nightly to the sky, The tidal wave unto the night sea. Nor time, nor space, nor deep, nor high, Can keep my own away from me. That's right, nothing can keep Those I held dear in my heart away from me. And those that I find interesting, nothing can keep it away from me. Which is why I refuse to hide my heart in protection. I want others to experience it. I want others to know the kind of man that I am. The kind-hearted man that I am. And if I guard it too much, and no one will enjoy it, no one will see it, no one will feel and understand there are good men that have good intentions and good will. A healthy heart is always protected. Another? Yes? (laughs) Thank you everyone for the compliments, that's very nice of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. you. Alright, this one's called Sonnet by John Keats. But I must change... Sorry, I'm gonna switch the British accent now because I just like John Keats so much. I must, I must compliment. His style. And so I must select a quaint, a quaint, a most endearing song. Let us see if this is it. Ah, yes. Let us. Leave. This is it. Are you ready? All right. Here we go. Philomel, an eye watching the sailing cloudlet's bright career. He mourns that day so soon has glided by, even like the passage of an angel's tear that falls through the clear, either silently. over, y'all. I don't think you realize how wonderful this poem is. No. Let me read this to you one more time. You gotta pay attention to this one, okay? This is absolutely a masterpiece. This is a masterpiece by one of the most genuine thoughtful theologians slash poets that has ever existed in this earth let me read this to you one last time ready? come on now to one has been long in city spent. Tis very sweet to look upon into the fair. An open face of heaven to breathe a prayer full in the smile of the blue firmament. Who is more happy when, with heart content, Fatigued he sinks into some pleasant lair Of wavy grass and reeds a debonair and gentle tale of love and languishment Returning home at evening With an ear catching the notes of Philomel An eye watching the sailing cloudlet's bright career He mourns that day so soon has glided by Even like the passage of an angel's tear that falls through the clear ether silently. So, John Keats is writing about another person. Not necessarily a woman, okay? It can be both a man or a woman. But he writes about this person that basically is an empath, and they feel all of the brokenness of the world. Everything that is just so disheartening. And they mourn, because they know that at the, at the beginning of time when the earth was created, it wasn't like this. It wasn't filled with broken people. It wasn't filled with so much selfishness. And so, this person basically is like taking it all in. And trying to just like neutralize it. And make a bridge to glory again. You see, John Keats is actually talking about Jesus in this poem. That's what he's talking about. Right? The ultimate human that takes all of the brokenness of the world and allows us to have access to glory, which is God. That's who John Keats is writing, dedicating this sonnet to. It's one of the most precious poems that you'll ever read by one of the most magnificent poets that has ever existed. Once again, the title is Sonnet, and the poet is John Keats. It's beautiful. Just beautiful. Alright, we're going to read another one called Happiness, but this is written by Priscilla Leonard. Alright, let's fast forward, let's see. second, already did that one. Alright. Alright, let's give this a shot. Let's see what this happens. This is titled Happiness by Priscilla Leonard. Here we go. Their share of it is oh so small, for it has so many pieces, and no one ever finds them all. <laughs> Did you guys like that? Can I say this real quick? I I, I need to share this. I need to share this. So. If any of you ever travel abroad, okay, and actually live in a country, okay, don't just go visit, but actually live in a country. Local people, local people love when you try to talk like them, okay, when you try to imitate their dialect, their language. They love it. We we really do like. Like whenever somebody visits us back home in our country in south america we love it when foreigners try it try to speak like us you know what i mean it may not sound authentic but we love it we love that you tried it you know what i'm saying now i need to share this real quick so i've been here in the states for 22 years now and i've been in the south for pretty much three-fourths of that okay so a little over 12 years or so. Anyway, so I love southern accent. I really do. I don't I, I'm not just saying that. I love it. Like there's something about when a woman speaks to me in a southern accent, it's like it's like it's like honey to me. It's like it's just so silvery to me. I love it. They can talk about some of the silliest things, but I, I just I'm just enamored with it, you know? So as a way of like trying to blend in and just like try to, I don't know, I love how it sounds, so I try to imitate it, you know? And I got a bit honest with y'all, but I've been made fun of quite a bit, actually, especially from women. And and, and I mean, and I'm not trying to stereotype, okay, particular women, okay, particular women that, that I've met. And they absolutely just like made fun of my... Attempt of speaking in a southern accent, and at first, like you know, it was kind of joking, you know what I mean. And so it's like you know, I sort of brushed it off, and you know, not made, not didn't really make a big deal of it. But then, like, app, you know, talking to them after a few weeks, they still kept making fun of me of that, you know. And then I didn't find it funny anymore because. You know, I just found it kind of like disrespectful and rude, actually. So, I mean, of course I'll never sound like a Southerner. But but this is my attempt to like, want to be like it. Because I want to. I'm not feeling pressured by anybody. I want to, because I like it. But then I feel like I get rejected because I don't sound like him. Right? <laughs> and so... This is a little tip for all you ladies. If you ever come across a man, especially a foreigner, okay? A guy that's of not of like true white ethnicity, okay? Don't make fun of his craft, okay? Especially when you find out that like I do these as as a as a creative outlet, right? Don't make fun of his craft, okay? It it, it kind of you can joke about it a few times, but then like eventually you're going to have to like stop with the jokes, man, cuz like it's, it's just, it hurts, man. You know what I mean? Like, I know you don't mean to hurt me, but it's still kind of like, it's kind of ouch. It's like cruel. You know what I mean? And so, I love it. I try to do it because I love it. It sounds so sweet to me. It sounds so silvery to me. And so, I try, I, I wanted to read this poem as, a, as, as I thought a low country southerner would, would talk, right? Obviously, there's different dialects of like country, right? Like, there's like the Kentucky aspect, the West Virginia, right? And then, you know, you have, like, the Georgia and the Mississippi, Alabama, right? But then you have, like, the low country, which is a little bit, and in, in I know there's going to be a lot of Southerners that, like, are really going to get on my case about this. But but low country Southern is, like, a little bit more, like, classy. It's a little bit more, like, like up there in terms of, like, the social class. <laughs> and so, I like how it sounds, you know? It's like, happiness is like crystal right it's like it's like they they just know what they want in their life and it's like they already have it so therefore like they treat these words as like a second class you know what i mean (laughs) i love it man so let me (laughs) so for example let me read this poem again it's 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 very short okay all right Happiness is like a crystal. Fair and exquisite and clear. Broken in a million pieces. Shattered, scattered, far and near. Now and then along life's pathway. Some shining fragments fall but there are so many pieces and no one ever finds them all you may find a bit of beauty in or an honest share of wealth while another just beside you gathers honor, love, all health vain to choose or grasp unduly broken is the perfect ball There are so many pieces No one ever finds them all Yet The wise as On their journey Treasure every fragment clear And fit them as they made together Imagining the shattered sphere Learning Learning Ever to be thankful Though their share of it It is quite small. For it has so many pieces. And no one ever finds them all. That's why... Do you understand? It's quite a... It's quite a level of thinking. Now many of us northerners, many of you northerners tend to accuse us little country folk as being slow and perhaps uneducated but see a peach is still a peach and we just eat it in one particular way you may call those close-minded But I like to think that We keep the traditions quite alive here You know, the traditions of Cleaning a chair before a woman sits on it Of opening the door before she walks through it Or complimenting her dress and her hair And just giving that nice whiff of her perfume And just letting her know that my darling, you just are exquisite tonight. Please, come sit with me. Come share a glass with me. I'll be so honored. You see, if you call us closed minded in that way, then by all means, I'll be closed minded the rest of my life. Call it what you will. Deep down, you know... We treat women better here. And that's why I love the South. (laughs) You see, today... To be alive in such an age... With every year a lightning page Turned in the world's great wonder book Whereon the leaning nations look When men speak so strong of brotherhood For peace and unrivaled universal good And every inch of common air throbs a tremendous prophecy Of greater marvels yet to be a thrilling Just a thrilling age, a willing age Yes, uh, yes ma'am We do things slow here. And we ain't ashamed of it. (laughs) You had no idea, Crystal? See, that's what you've been missing. That's what I'm telling you. Come on now. This is the Jay Roden Podcast Show. We're so glad you're here. And when I say we, I mean me and my personalities. We're so glad you're here. This is such a beautiful night. I hope you have are having a great weekend. And this is a great start to your weekend, isn't it? I hope that you get a break tomorrow. But if not, this is a great way for you to feel relaxed and feel re-energized. And get ready for tomorrow. And get all the things that you need to get done tomorrow. And it's just going to be so great. You know why? Because you are being absolutely showered with so many good words tonight. Are you happy? Are you happy? Are you thankful you're here? Please, tell me you're thankful for you. Come on, y'all. Tell me you're thankful. If you're thankful you're here, give me a like on that, on that screen right there. And we'll be moving on up into the next beautiful poem that is going to inspire you. It's going to strengthen you. It's going to tell you just how wonderful and just how special we really are. Yes, ma'am. I know something good about you. Do you know that? You want to know what it is? Well, now, just sit back. It's going to be alright. Because I really know something good about you. And here we go. We're going to start in three. Wouldn't this old world be better If the folks we meet would say I know something good about you And treat us just that way Wouldn't it be fine and dandy If each hand clasped fond and true with it It's this assurance I know something good about you And wouldn't life be lots more happy If the good that's in all of us Were the only thing about us That folks bothered to recall And wouldn't life be lots more happy If we praise the good we see there's such a lot of goodness in the worst of you and me. And wouldn't it be nice to practice that fine way of thinking too? You know something good about me. And I know something good about you. You see, the good Lord has given us these attributes that have given us these Complementary personalities You see we may We may be broken in a broken world But If we recognize The brokenness then we Assuredly know What it means To be fixed Does that make Some logic I think about it You see if you know what hatred is, then you most likely long for the good. If you know what it means to be lost, then you long for it to be to be found. If you know what it means to be hungry, then by Lord, the good Lord's name, then you know how to be satisfied that's the design that all human beings have but some of us have been told otherwise and been trained to think that you see we are who we are but we don't strive for the truth and the goodness that exists for the absolute truth the ideal forms as Plato's once said some of us willfully choose not to be and not to abide by the goodness that exists but I guarantee you we all fall short because we long to be loved. Even the most evil of souls that exist, that has ever existed, long to be loved. But no one has shown them that love, or at least not until the end of their life. so many evil men that have repented of their actions at, towards the end of their life and I've truly found glory and salvation for repenting of their faults and their evil things and their evil deeds that we call sin now so if you know something good about someone let them know. You'll bring so much sun, sunshine in their life. You guys like that one? Alright. You guys like that one? Yeah. Cause, Cause I believe Love is the answer I believe Love will find a way By the way, the group that sings that song is a Christian group. Their name is Blessed Union of Souls. So good. So good. So good. Do it now. Alright. Let's see what this one sounds like. If, with pleasure, you are viewing any work a man is doing, if you like him or love him, tell him now. Don't withhold your approbation till the parson makes oration, and he lies with snowy lilies on his brow. No matter how you shout it, he won't really care about it. He won't know how many teardrops you have shed. And if you think some praise is due him, now's the time to slip it to him. For he cannot read his tombstone when he's dead. more than fame and more than money, is the comment kind and sunny, and the hearty warm approval of a friend. For it gives to life a savor, and it makes you stronger, braver. And it gives you heart and spirit to the end, and if he earns you your praise, bestow it And if you think him, let him know it. Let the words of true encouragement be said. Do not wait till life is over and he's underneath the clover. For he cannot read his tombstone when he's dead. So do it now. Do not wait. If a man treats you well, tell him if he loved you the best way he can and show him if At the end of the day after a long week of work He just wants to sit in peace and quiet with you Then be that peace and quiet for him Do not wait till life is over For he cannot read his tombstone when he's dead. Alright? Alright, y'all. This has been a lovely live. This is the J. Rolden Podcast. We are coming to you live and in direct signal from South Carolina. Alright. I'm going to end tonight with one final poem for my Spanish speakers, because I told them that I would. I don't know if there's any Spanish speakers in this line right now, but that's okay, because I'm going to read it anyway. That's right. All right, so let me get the Spanish poem ready, and we shall call it A Night. All right. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. All right. All right. So Okay, so I got to give you guys a heads up. So the way I'm going to read these Spanish poems tonight, these are short, short verses. But the way I'm going to read it is I'm going to read it in the very old style of of Spanish. Like like real Spanish from Spain. And so those of you who speak Spanish and are from Latin America, you probably understand what I mean by, by this. But don't be alarmed if it sounds a little old. Because true spanish from spain is is very very like elegant and very old but it's but it's very beautiful so i'm going to try to imitate that same accent so it's not going to sound like your typical like spanish that you hear like here in the states so be just a heads up all right <laughs> all right Oh, by the way, this is called El Beso. Okay. Me han contado que... Al morir... nombre de corazón, sentió o presumió sentir en Cádiz repercutir un beso dado a Cantón. ¿Qué es imposible, Asunción? Veinte años hace que di el primer beso, Ay, de mí, de mi prim- primera pasión y todavía función, aquel frío que sentí hace arder mi corazón, desde la ciega atracción, beso que da el perdón eternal, subiendo hasta el Ora, la oración, último beso Mental es el beso de expansión de esa chispa celestial que inflamó la creación y que en su curso inmortal va de crisol en crisol, su intensa llama a verter a las atm- atmósfera, atmósfera del ser que un beso encendió el sol. De la cuna al ataúd va siendo el beso en su vez. Amor en, en la juventud, esperanza en la, en la niñez. En la niñez, y en el adulto, virtud y recuerdo en la, en la vejez. Vas comprendiendo a función que es el beso, la expresión de un idioma universal. Que en in extintor raudal de una, de otra encarnación. Y desde una, en otra edad, en la mejilla es bondad. En los ojos, ilusión, en la frente, majestad, y entre los labios, pasión. Nunca se despierta en ti un recuerdo como en mí, de un amante que su fue. me contestas que sí. Eso es un beso, Asunción, que en las alas de no sé qué trae la mi- imaginación. ¡Gloria a esa obscura señal del lado incubación que es el germen inmortal del alma en fermentación y a veces trasunto fiel de de todo mundo moral, y si no, dígalo aquel de entre el cual y bajo el cual nació el alma de Platón. Gloria en en esa condenación de de toda la eternidad con cuya eterna infusión a toda la humanidad de la paz de la religión con la cual la caridad siembra en el mundo el perdón. Himno a la per- 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 perpetuadad, cuyos misteriosos son, sino que la oiga el corazón. Suena la postería, la posteridad. Vas comprendo haciendo más, por si acaso, por si acaso no crees que el verso es el conductor. De este fuego encantador En que este mundo que ves Ha animado el creador, Prueba a besarme Y después un beso Un beso verás Como es Esa copa de amor Llena del vital licor Que en el humano festín De una en otra boca Al fin llega De afán en afán A tu boca de carmín desde los labios de Adán, prueba en mí, por compasión, esa clara iniciación de una oscura provenir, y entonces ve a Asunción, comprenderá si al morir un hombre de corazón habrá podido sentir en Cádiz repercutir un beso dado en Cantón. No pierdas no la fe. A veces las cosas se ponen muy difíciles, pero con un gran fe, con un gran pasión, la esperanza es lo último que se pierde, por lo menos en el hombre. Por eso, queridas mujeres, traten bien al hombre, al hombre bueno, al hombre que tiene una intención All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. This is the Jay Rollin podcast. We are so happy. This is episode fifty-one, and we are officially tired. It has been a great day for me. I am actually quite tired now. I'm gonna go rest. I hope you all enjoy your Saturday. It's gonna be a great day. Unfortunately, I will not be doing a live broadcast tomorrow as I am cheering on my alma mater against Notre Dame. So. Hopefully we'll win that game. But if not, I'm sure it'll be a fun game to watch. Anyway, have a wonderful Saturday, everybody. And we will hopefully see you on Sunday. If not, I would like to say that don't worry. There is a beautiful creator that created us. And I know exactly where I'm going. So, have a life that is fulfilled, that is pursuing truth, that is pursuing grace, peace, and mercy, and your life will absolutely just transform into something marvelous. And to my Spanish speaking community, espero que disfrutaron de ese poema que leí, y bueno, siempre es un placer leer en castellano. Voy a, tra- voy a tratar de producir más contenido en español, pero por lo menos pueden disfrutar de esto, ¿cierto? (ríe) Así que muchas gracias por estar aquí, gracias por su sintonía gracias por todo y bueno, espero que lo pasaron bien y si Dios quiere nos vemos muy pronto, quizás el domingo no voy a poder hacerlo mañana, pero quizás el domingo nos volvemos a encontrarnos si Dios quiere y bueno Dios le bendiga, gran abrazo para ustedes para su familia, que lo pasen súper bien y hasta mañana, ¿cierto? Good night, everybody. Take care.